When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. Y'all already know that I truly believe you can make the money and you can get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work. And today we have a working woman who's making the money. And she got the honey. And so I'm super excited to talk to her. We're going to get into that in just one moment. Before we do that, though, you have to make sure that if you are enjoying the show, you got to like this video, you got to comment below and tell us what you are taking away from this conversation. And make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you can stay up to date when live episodes drop each and every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. This week's episode is sponsored by Work University, the first Black woman-owned online trade school with a mission to help Black women all around the world learn how they can turn their existing skills into new streams of income. For information on how you can join Work University and get access to our content and our community, make sure you check out the show notes below or log on to workuniversity.com. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get right into this week's show. In the studio, virtually, we have my girl, Vivian Oladun. She is a marketing consultant and owner of VivianOladun.com, a boutique public relations firm, which helps entrepreneurs grow from a commodity to a brand so that they demand top dollar for their services and have more leverage in their industry. Her consulting clients range from realtors and lawyers to manufacturers with products being sold in Marshalls, Burlington Coat Factory, and even CVS. Vivian, I'm super excited to talk to you today. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much to all of your listeners. We're going to have a really good time today. We are. We are. And this has definitely been a long time coming. I know that we connected, I think it was like 20, maybe 2019 um, during Essence Fest weekend. And so we've stayed connected since then. And I'm super excited to plug my people in with you because I, you know, read your bio, but you got a whole lot more going on besides what what we just um, what we just read through. So I'm excited to get into this conversation. And I didn't even mention Flourish Media Co., which is where I want to um, get to eventually. But let's start with just Vivian. Where did you get your start in entrepreneurship? 
Well, you know what? I am just super pleased to be here. And yes, Essence is a place to be. Go to all of these events, y'all, because that's where you meet quality people in person. And so I started my entrepreneurial journey when I was in college because I could not afford a dress. I was broke. <laughs> and I was inside of a boutique and I wanted this dress. And I told the person that I thought was the clerk, I said, you know, if you put on a fashion show at the university, then I bet people would come over here and they would buy all these dresses if they could see them. You should let me do a fashion show. And if I can sell, then you should give me this dress for free. And that is how my entrepreneurial journey started because we did a fashion show at the university. We made so much money that my university asked and actually told me I had to open a business, get an EIN number because they we made too much money to keep at the university as a student club. So that's really how my entrepreneurial journey started. <laughs> wow. So was that your first time um, hosting or planning an event? It was. That was my first time hosting an event. If you don't count all the birthday parties and things like that, that we all do uh, over the years, but I really enjoy bringing people together. And I'm happy that Flourish Media is now the leader in luxury learning when it comes to putting on events and putting on workshops all around the nation. Yes. And, and I definitely wanted to get into that because we had um, the pleasure of working together just a couple of months ago at an event that you were putting together in Miami. And I've done, you know, I don't want to say my events were small, but they definitely were not on the level of what you were able to execute. And so um, shout out to you for, first of all, really mastering this space, because anybody out there that's ever dibbled and dabbled in events, you know that it is no small feat. It is no easy task, um, especially executing in excellence the way that you were able to. So is that, is was the fashion show kind of you getting your feet wet to expand into what will become Flourish Media Co.? For sure. I mean, when that business was my very first business and was a great opportunity to learn, to understand crowd control, to understand what makes people show up because I'm in Miami, Florida. Okay. There's a million great things to do every single day. And one of the impressive things about Flourish Media is the fact that our community shows up. So when clients are working with Flourish Media, we really talk to them about what is the essence, the value, the, the real drive to make this person leave their home, get in the car, put on the mask, you know, get dressed, get, get beautiful and show up to your event. And what is going to help them to turn around and do it again and again, and then showing up online to do it as well. So it's been one of these things that we've been able to hone and make ourselves special and different in the marketplace when it comes to very niche marketing around being able to build communities that convert from online to offline. So you offer events for other people. You just say you're the leader in luxury learning. I love that. Um, but you also host your own events. So talk about the events that you put together on behalf of Flourish Media. Wonderful. So seven years ago, my business partner and I raised $15 million for our nonprofit. I let that sink in because a lot of people hear that and they're like, what? We're going to get back to that. We're going to get back to that. <laughs> and so we put together a matchmaking event, essentially, here in Miami. We do it every single February where we connect angel investors, funders, alternative financial solutions with small women business owners. And we do that every single year. And it's been wonderful. So the Flourish Media Conference is that event. And if you want to look us up or check out what we got going, and it is a two-day matchmaking event where we connect small businesses that are owned and operated by women with angel investors, funders, and 
funding solutions to grow their business. I'm very passionate about positioning minorities, marginalized communities, women with opportunities to get to the money faster. So every single thing that I do in my professional life does that and is built around that value. So I, you know, I feel like the most successful um, entrepreneurs and and businesses that really thrive have mastered something on their own. And then they're showing other people how to do that thing. So the fact that you were able to raise 15 M's on your own for your nonprofit and then you were like, I'm not going to be selfish with this information. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, show other people how they can do it, too, like. Definitely got to give you your flowers for that, because we hear the statistics around, you know, black women starting businesses at, you know, um, the fastest rate. But we're not sustaining our businesses. And I think a, a big part of that is lack of access to these resources. So, you know, right. And I know that the resources are out there, but we don't often know how to get in front of it or how to connect with those resources. And you've literally created an event opportunity and experience and a whole community um, that allows you to connect, you know, women with these resources. So you mentioned um, that this is a matchmaking event. Now, you know, I come from the single wives club days. My A lot of my people are single women. So when we hear matchmaking, we like, oh, we speed dating. But talk a little bit about what that process looks like at your um, event. So, you know, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, everybody listening to my voice, but have you ever had someone ask you, can I borrow $5? Can I borrow $20? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your ease in giving that $5 is built around, do you know the person is going to pay you back? And so that was one of the key things that we've seen is a real gap when it comes to accelerators or programs that are built for women of color, that they'll put you in a situation where you're learning all this stuff, not considering the fact that you're the only person running the business and you don't have six months, 12, you know, 12 weeks to step away from the business in order to learn these things so that you can implement them. Or there's different programs that want you to give them basically everything about your financial background in order to trust you to use this idea and use this money to take it and make it something great to see it to flourish. So what we've done with the Flourish Media Conference and why we make it a matchmaking event is because we want you to build relationship with these investors, with these financial institutions, and with these alternative funding solution partners, because we know that when your business is successful, you're not speed dating. This is not Tinder. This is not hinge, honey. This is marriage, right? So we want you to be able to have a nice clear and safe environment to get to know this person because you're asking them to marry you in business. This is a long-term relationship and that relationship needs to be built on trust, on mutual goals, on companionship and on a clear understanding of boundaries. Because during the conference, during the Flourish Media Conference in Miami, Florida, we educate and build our entire programming around what does it look like to have alternative investment? What do those investors want to see from you? What is their expectation? But even better, what are you supposed to be expecting from them? What kind of questions should you be asking? Are you willing to give up your entire business just for 300000 for $5 million, for $10 million? Or do you want to give them 
equity. We have one of the big success stories from the Flourish Media Conference is the brand Crail Essence. She did her pitch originally at the Flourish Media Conference in Miami. And when she pitched her business, all of our investors were so excited, but they wanted a piece of her business. And you can see when you watch Shark Tank, uh, when she was on with Kevin O'Leary, who she ultimately decided to do her partnership with, she, he, he did not ask for any equity in her business. He asked for royalties, but perpetually. And so I just used a couple of different investment words. And we as a community are sometimes at a disadvantage because we don't know what these things mean. So the Flourish Media Conference serves to fill that void so you can build those relationships, but also ask those questions and not feel like you're supposed to know because you're not supposed to know. There's a lot of work done to keep us from knowing that kind of information. <laughs> For sure. I, I always say we're like our community is like late to the party. Like there are so many things that I've learned at 30 plus that I feel like had I had access to this information at 18, at 20, at 25, who knows where I would be? Who knows how quickly I could have, you know, um, uh, fast tracked, you know, my my journey. And so it's so important for me to be able to have these conversations where we're really sharing the information um, that can help people move the needle a little bit, a little bit quicker. Um, and I'm surprised because Kevin O'Leary, that's Mr. Wonderful, right? Yeah, Mr. Wonderful. He, he always trying. He's all, well, royalty deals is definitely his thing, but he's yeah. definitely all a real shark. Yeah. Um, so I am glad that she was able to make that connection and, you know, create a profitable um, relationship that made sense for her. So how are you going about bringing in these these I don't want to say sharks, but these investors? What is your process like to connect the investors with the people? Well, you know, I start with being bold, having some having the audacity to say that I want it. And to recognize the statistic and use that statistic to get people rallied and passionate about the thing that I'm passionate about, which is supporting women in business. And so I know that the U.S. government offers all of these different opportunities, especially with government contracting and with investing and all these things. My background, my education is actually in government. I have my master's degrees in public administration. So I have all this knowledge about how the government and how financial institutions are structured within a community. And it just sits in my my brain. And one day I said, you know, I need to make sure that more business owners, minority business owners understand that literally the government spends trillions of dollars every single year when they're on the news fighting about the budget. That's the money that they're talking about. The U.S. government doesn't make anything. They don't make anything. They don't provide any service. They hire small businesses to execute every single thing that they need from cutting the lawn to security to building bombs or guns. Some, there's a small business somewhere that gets paid to do those things. That's, how, that's the foundation of our community as a whole. And us people of color are not participating in that because Historically, we weren't meant to. And then secondly, who's taking the time to share that? So Flourish Media created the free government contracting guide, which is 100% free. And what we did and something that you already said is that when I learn something, I share it. I'm, I share it immediately. Flourish Media is a minority-owned business. It's a women-owned business. We're located in a hub zone. Every single one of those classifications 
classifications that I just said offers a leverage with the government to get a contract. It's all money. And so when it comes to going after those opportunities, you have to be registered. And since 1970 or so, the government has tried to spend money with small business. So that means if your business has less than a certain number of employees, then you qualify as a small business. Almost 80% of businesses in the United States are small businesses. And that means that 23% of those trillions of dollars are set aside to spend with small businesses. But look at this, catch it, find out where the money resides. 5% of that is set aside even more so for minority businesses. Even more so if two minority businesses go after a government contract that's under $3 million, they are obligated to give that contract to those two minority businesses. That's powerful. Mm, and profitable. Very, so very. You know, you already know I had it down here to talk about government contracting because we got to get into that. But I want to go back really, really quick to what you said about the fact that you and um, your business partner, shout out to Dr. Tracy, were able to raise um, $15 million for your nonprofit. I'm, I'm imagining it was that same audacity. It was that same confidence. It was that same, you know, research and being able to rally people. But for someone listening who may have a nonprofit, they may have a for-profit and they're going after grants or they're doing pitch competitions. What are some tips or tricks or tools that you can share um, for how they can position themselves to be able to, um, to be able to, you know, qualify for some of the, that funding? Okay, so first things first is just to have have something that you're super passionate about and that you're willing to share and talk about on an ongoing basis. The second thing is to check your resources. Uh, sometimes you yourself have the resources to put in, and I don't mean money. So a lot of it is time because it is time that you're giving toward this organization and time reaching out to family foundations on LinkedIn, or you can Google them. There's a lot of different search engines. Um, I, my mind is going to a blank right now, but I believe it's called Nonprofit Star Navigator, I believe is the name of it. I might be wrong, but you can literally Google family foundations on Google, and there's a, a network that lists all the family foundations. And the reason why I like family foundations is because they understand that you are probably a small administrative team, and they're not going to ask you for a lot of reporting or anything like that. They just want to know what is it that you want to do with this money. And the beautiful thing about those systems that I mentioned that you can Google is that they tell you, because every family foundation and nonprofit, they're obligated to report their spending. So those those platforms tell you how much that family foundation has spent in the previous tax year. And it also tells you what they spend money on. So that's why you start with your mission. So I want to help women in business. I'm very passionate about entrepreneurship. So when I use those kind of systems, I look for organizations and family foundations that spend money in that place. But then I go one step further and I look for people who spend money in Florida. So that's something that anybody can do and everyone has the opportunity to do because you always have time or money, right? So when I say time, I say taking the time to look on Google, to look at those family foundations, to look up major corporations who may align with your mission, who are already spending money in that space. 
because you don't want to convince them to do something different. You just want them to consider you as a part of that reach. For me specifically, how we were able to raise that 15 million is because I was having lunch with a billionaire who is a construction a developer here in Miami, Florida. And the, it was a Black Lives Matter march that was going on and it was on the TV. And it was the one in Texas where the two police officers were killed. And it was very, you know, the mood in the room was just gone, right? And I'm one of the only people of color who was in the entire restaurant. And I could see that the mood had changed. And this man was staring at the television and he said, you know, people don't care about people anymore. They only care about money. And like many people of color in environments like that, I felt like it was my responsibility to kind of lighten the mood for everybody else, even though I'm going through my own struggle with what is happening. So I said, well, what are you going to do? Give them your money? And I thought I was being so funny. I thought I was bringing all the heat and we could move on and I could be mad at home when I finished this meeting. But no, he said, yes, I would. I would give them my money because women are a good investment. And he started rattling off all of these statistics about, well, about what happens when women get money, the fact that they are offer flexible work environments, that they tend to reinvest into communities, that did you know when women get money, because it is so rare that they get it, they actually are more likely to keep their business open for eight years plus, which is not true for so many other mediums. And it's a shame that when it comes to venture capital, women are only seeing at this time for 20, for this year, it went from 3% when we started this whole thing, which was terrible. And after the pandemic went down to 0.5%. And you know how that happened? Because there was this girl boss trend where lots of corporations were doing these uh, pitch competitions and they were really excited and talking about it in the press. But the reality is they're not giving out $10,000 checks or $50,000 checks one time, investment for a business to truly scale, to become a household name is like $10 million. It's like $20 million. It's commas and zeros. So after I had that lunch, I went back to my other, back to my own personal network. So that's what I'm talking about when I, when it talked about resources, my personal network. And I said, you know, is anybody else seeing this problem? And do you also believe that women are a good investment? And if you had an opportunity to invest in another woman business, would you take it? And I started to get yes after yes after yes until when it was all said and done, we were at 15 million. That's how it happened. Come on, somebody. If I had some sound effects, we would give you a round of applause right now because just again, having the courage to speak up, even when you were trying to be funny, that was your foot in the door and you didn't even know it. And then taking it a step further to bring this conversation to your community and allow people to really put their money where their mouth is, because we have these conversations all the time. But what are we going to do next? Like, are we really going to take action? So you actually gave them a call to action, you know, and, and they were able to um, to invest and support. So. I love that. I hope that y'all were taking notes um, because I've asked this question so many times and that really truly is what it seems to boil down to is getting into um, the people you're already connected to. Like a lot of times people want to help us. They want to support us, but we don't open our mouths. We don't tell people what we need. We don't, you know, um, start the conversation and give that call to action. So 
um, shout out to you for having the audacity to do that. And then, like I said, being able to bring those resources and show other women, other black women, how they can do the same. One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So I definitely want to get into this government contracting because from what I can tell, and you know, we've talked, we've talked about this offline. So I got to get myself together when it comes to the government contracting. But one of the things that I do know is this is a way that other communities are building generational wealth. Like they are getting these contracts and they're keeping these contracts, you know, and they are passing them down. They're putting their people in position to be able to assume um, these contracts. And we don't even know that it's possible. The fact that you mentioned cutting the grass, the cleaning services. I saw on one of the databases where you can search, girl, I've been doing all of the things except getting contracts myself, okay? But on one of the, the databases, I saw like hairstyling services, something that you we would never imagine that you can get a contract for, let alone get a contract from the government. So I first want to just um, have you talk about some of maybe the most unexpected like um, industries or contracts that you've seen available just to give somebody like an aha moment that they qualify to. Okay, so the most two really unexpected government contracts. Number one is wigs, honey, wigs. Okay, if you're home making wigs, and I know that you just heard that you said, "Excuse me, Vivian, what, what, what did you just say?" Yes, wigs. You know why? Because the government takes care of human beings, and anything that human beings need, the government on some level has to supply it. And we have veterans, we have soldiers, we have um, people of all different walks of life who the government are, are responsible for, and they supply them with wigs. And like I said before, the government doesn't make anything. 
the government doesn't provide any services. They have to hire a small business to provide these things. So wigs is my first one. My second one is kitty litter. <laughs> I am very well aware of a woman business owner who actually was able to close a uh, $4 million contract with the U.S. government for kitty litter. And you might think, what? Why? Huh? Well, the government needed to purchase kitty litter because kitty litter is used for mechanical and for cars when they're stuck in the road, in the mud, in the snow, because it gives traction. So the U.S. government, the, um, the um, I was missing the department, the Department of Defense, the Department of Defense purchased $4 million worth of kitty letter from this small business owner, and it completely changed her life. One of the... <laughs> wow. Sign me up. Mm -hmm. right. I can find yeah. some kitty letter. No, you can finish your thought. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No problem. So one of the things that I, I think that we all need to think about is how would your business be different? How would you behave differently as a CEO, as a business owner, if you knew you had a contract for multiple years, by the way, because the government likes to do things uh, by the year. So they might do a contract with you this year. Then they're going to do a contract for about three years. Then they do contracts for five years. And then they do contracts for 10 years. So what our queen just said about, yes, these contracts are passed down is very true. But there's always opportunity for you to get in the door. You'd be shocked how many contracts just sit there and they go to the same person, not because that person's doing an exceptional job, not because they're, you know, uh, the scene or the go-to, the expert or anything like that. A lot of times these contracts go back to the same person because nobody else applied. Because we don't know. We're, we're literally playing ourselves because we don't even know that these opportunities are out there. I know that that is mind blowing for somebody. We're going to make sure that we link your free guide um, down below so that they can get access to that. I do want to ask you, though, what is something that you think people need to know um, in order to get into the space? Because obviously we've talked about, you know, certifications as being uh, part of the process or, you know, help helpful in, in positioning yourself for these contracts. But if you could just share something that people should know now or could be prepared for, what is one thing that, that people should do now if this is something that they're interested in? So if you want to pursue government contracts when it comes to your small business, the first thing I want you to know is that you don't have to have minority status in order to go after it. There are people who are not registered with anything at all and they go and they get these contracts. The minority status helps you get leverage and it puts you in a set aside category so that, the, like I said, the government's obligated to give 23% of its business to small business. And then it's further obligated of that 23% to give at least 5% of that business to set aside communities. So what does that mean? That means if you're a woman-owned business, if you are a Black-owned business, if you are Native American, if you are a veteran, if you're in the hub zone, there's many different categories that fall within that set aside. And that's something that I want people to really understand. The second part of that is to make sure that you're really registered as a business. I know a lot of us might provide 
different services or we might sell a t-shirt or do something once and we're doing it as a sole proprietor and a sole proprietor means any human being in the, that has a social security number who receives money for a product or a service you're automatically a sole proprietor so what i believe is very important is that you take the time to register your business as a real business whether that's an llc an s corp a c corp whatever you decide but don't you have very little chance to get a government contract as a sole proprietor. Just registering properly will give you an advantage and help you to move forward. The last thing I think is important to know is that being registered as a minority business, you can guess in your mind, how much does that cost? Is that going to cost me a lot of money? I bet it takes, you know, like thousands and thousands of dollars. Well, in the state of Georgia, it is less than $400. In the state of Florida, it is less than $300 to register at this moment. Now, that might change depending on when you're listening to this podcast, but don't think that it's completely out of your reach because it isn't. It really is low-hanging fruit. Going after government contracting is not, it's not if it's going to work, it's when it's going to work because it's guaranteed money. They are going to spend the money no matter what. And that's why we created that free government contracting guide. And we really encourage you to download it and to put it to work for yourself. We took the process. And when I say we, as shout out to everybody at Flourish Media, my company, we have taken this step. We are minority owned, women owned, hub zone. We've done all the registrations. And what we did is we documented our process and we put every single link <laughs> into this guide because it is confusing. It is convoluted. There are several different websites. All of the information is free online. I will add the government makes this information available for free. But if you don't know what you're looking for, it's easy for this process to take a whole quarter, a year, 10 years for some people I know. They said, I want, I wanted to do that. I meant to do that you know, last decade, but I just never got around to it. So like I said, I want to help you to get to the money faster. And so that government contracting guide is going to collapse time for you so you can get moving faster. Yes. So check out the show notes below to make sure you download that free guide. It's free, y'all. Free game. Literally no excuse for you to not be able to at least get the information you need to position yourself to really get paid. Now, Definitely um, got to pick up where you left off and shouting out Flourish Media Co. For those of y'all who don't know, we recently hosted our first Ladies Night Live, a live event here in Atlanta, um, where we had a live studio audience um, for some episodes of Girl Stop Playing. So before we get into a little bit of your business, because we talked about the money, we definitely got to talk about the honey. I definitely got to um, let the people know that down in Miami, there is... This dynamic duo, you are seeing half of the dynamic duo, Vivian, right in front of you um, at Vivian Olo. You can check it out. Let me pull it up right here. All right. Make sure you are following her on Instagram, um, along with her partner in crime, Dr. Tracy Timberlake. She's at Tracy Timberlake on Instagram. These two are making business owners famous and helping them get access to funding. Okay. Millions in funding, big M's. They specialize in helping six-figure businesses become seven and eight-figure businesses by amplifying their digital reputation. They design marketing campaigns that can take you from nameless to fameless. They position brands to close, close huge deals with government contracts like we just talked about. So whether you are 
an aspiring small business owner and you need to get tapped in to figure out how you can start your business or you are an existing small business owner, you definitely have to make sure you are getting plugged in to the people who aren't just talking about it, but really truly are about it. So make sure you're not only following um, Vivian, you're getting connected with Tracy, but also Follish, fo Follish, follow mm -hmm. Flourish Media Co at Flourish Media Co on Instagram, because again, she's not just talking about it, y'all. She is really putting her money where her mouth is and connecting y'all with the resources that you need so you can do the same. So I'll make sure we drop um, Flourish Media Co's handle as well. But you aren't just making the money, Vivian. You're definitely getting, maintaining, keeping the honey. And I want to talk about, um, um, I want to talk about how you are managing and maintaining it all. So you are a happy wife. You are a mommy of two. Um, you just recently had um, your second daughter. And so a lot of times um, in our community, we feel like we got to choose. Like we can either focus on making the money or we can, you know, focus on, on getting the honey. And you are proof that you can definitely do both and you can do it at the same time. And so I want to just ask you, what would you say like your secret is, if there is one, to how you're able to manage and maintain doing both? Um, I married the right person. <laughs> 100%. Because you know what? It's really deciding what kind of lifestyle you, you want to have and being open to sharing that with someone else. Because my husband is his own person. He's a full person. He was already set up before I found him. And before we found each other, you know, I didn't have to spend time testing him as a human being or worrying about him embarrassing me by having a number of different conditions or problems or cheating on me or any of those things. He was just a full, well-rounded person. Now I dated uh, quite a, I had enough practice to see what a <laughs> what a terrible partner would be. So that's why I was able to find a good partner or at least recognize when I had one. And the other part of that is to be open to receiving help. You just said it that, you know, we are conditioned as women of color that we're supposed to do everything ourselves and we're supposed to be strong and we're supposed to to just do things that are not human. And we are human. You know, we have mistakes, we have low days, we cry, we need support, we need all of those things. And it's important that you're in, in an environment that allows you to be a human being. And so for me, with my two daughters, one of the things that I took for granted was how easy my first pregnancy was. It, I didn't have a lot of pain. I was able to have my baby very seamlessly. I had a C-section because I did have fibroids, which is another condition that is very common within our community. And so I did have a myomectomy, which for those of you who have never been in that in environment, a myomectomy is the equivalent to having a C-section. So because I had a C-section for the fibroids and then I had a C-section for my baby, I was able to make an appointment. Okay. Having my, having my baby was like, okay, we're going to be there at five. I'm going to have the baby delivered at five 15. It's going to be cute. And that's what it was. But immediately after that, I suffered severely from postpartum depression. 
from identity crisis because I built this business. I've always been a career person. I've prided myself on having multiple degrees and now I'm a mom and I can't remember to call people back and I can't remember to, you know, to text different things and I'm not sleeping enough. And the thing that made the difference, and I said it very candidly, but I mean it, is that I married someone who understood that I would need help. I never at any point of being a mother had to take care of my kids by myself. And I married someone who came from a family who his mother showed up for me in ways that I could not even expect. She was there with me for the first 30 days, a whole month uh, with me, with both of my children. And so now as a business owner, one of the things that I think is super important for us all to discuss and to take ownership of is that we are business owners, not superheroes, okay? We have an idea, we're passionate about something, we encourage other people to participate and to enroll in our dream, but we're asking that of our partners also. And I think that it's easy to forget that your partner, whether they are actively involved in your business or not, they are part of your business. They are part of your financial plan. They are part of your emotional plan, your mental health. They are, they are in this with you. So when you're building your business, whether you are already in a relationship and you're looking to pursue entrepreneurship, I would encourage you to make it plain to your partner that you want to pursue this and consider what their feedback is. Now, I'm saying that, understanding that some people's partners are going to be like, girl, you crazy. You can't do this. You can't do that. And you know, that's something to consider and be mindful of as well. And then if you happen to not be in relationship with someone, remember that they are not just a business partner. Don't look for somebody who's only going to be there to help your business grow, but they're going to add value to your life. Because there's moments in my life where being able to unplug and connect with my husband and my kids really centers me so that I can show up as a full entrepreneur so that my cup gets full so I can show up for other people. Cause you really cannot pour from an empty cup. You really can't. That if there is a secret, that's the secret marrying the right person. Because what I learned and girl, I had a lot of practice too on what not to do right on who not to choose. But what I realized when I got to the right one is that all of those rules, all of those things, they like you got to reference those rules when you don't have the right person. And so a lot of the things just kind of flow. They just make sense when you have been able to connect with the right partner. And so I love that you started out by saying that. And, you know, somebody would have might have heard that and been like, really, that's your advice. But that's it. Like that is, that is it. Like a lot of the things that you might have previously gone through, a lot of the things that you might be fearful of going through are connected to not spending the time, not having the patience to really make sure you're connecting with the right partner. So I love that you said that because so many issues are alleviated or never even come up when you, you know, when you are confident in the partner that you that you chose. Um, mm -hmm. And then I, I also appreciate you mentioning this identity crisis because, baby, <laughs> It's, I, I heard someone describe it as like mourning, you know, like really mourning your your old life. Like, I don't know that you can even really describe it or um, 
imagine it until you go through it is definitely not something that I was expecting or anticipating or feeling like, you know, I, I heard a, a postpartum, but that ain't, you know, I'm, I'm mentally strong. You know, that ain't going to be me. You know, I've done all these things. I, I can get through anything. And yes, you can. But like you said, we're not superheroes. And so being able to give yourself grace um, and allow yourself to be human and feel the things and know that, you know, you can you can go through something, but you don't have to get stuck there. And 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 just knowing that you aren't the only one going through things like we have to normalize these conversations because when it hits you and it's going to hit you some way, you know, in some way, shape or form, you're going to go through something. You know, everybody's experience is different, but you can get hard on yourself when you feel like I shouldn't be going through this or I should be stronger you know, than this. So hopefully just someone hearing that. Um, it's going to help somebody like it's definitely going to help somebody. They're going to remember, man, well, if she didn't, you know, she got these big M's and she still struggled a little bit with becoming a new mother. Like it's just part of it. Um, and it's just a season. That's the other thing. You know, there we go through seasons, you know, some rainy seasons and some sunny seasons. And so you definitely have to know that it's to be expected. It doesn't mean that, you know, anything is wrong with you. It's literally you just figuring out this new season um, and figuring out this new role and responsibility that you have as a mother. So I appreciate you, Vivian. You share so much free game for the people, but they're going to need to pay you um, to get some more game. So let them know how they can stay connected with you. Obviously, you are at Vivian O. Um, on Instagram, but where can they um, connect with you to find out more about your services? So Flourish Media Co. is where most of my business services live. If you find me, VivianOladen.com, all of the things that have to do with me and all of my brands are connected. And one of the things that I'm super pumped and I encourage you to look into is a Status Setup, which is a mini course for our women business owners, for our minority business owners. It is a very quick two modules that will show you exactly what documents you need in order to pursue government contracting. Because I recognize over these eight years that I've been running my business is that we get confused we get sidetracked. We get busy with, I don't know what documents I need and you get pulled away from this challenge. And like I said, my goal is to help you to get to the money faster and to get these certifications as fast as humanly possible. So we have that course available for you. It is completely self-study. You can go through it in a matter of, you know, a good couple of one nice afternoon, you'd be able to complete it, have that list of everything that you need and start collecting it. Because one thing I will give you is that the government has to approve you or deny you within 90 days. So if you're listening to this right now and you want to go and get status set up, which is a mini course, or you want to download that free government contracting guide, you are literally 90 days from having a transformation in your business that can change your entire life. I love it. Come on, life-changing information. Y'all, another bomb business baddie here on Girl Stop Playing. I appreciate y'all for spending some time with us on this week's episode, and I'll see you on the next show.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.